Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. Of course, I'm your mayor of this place, the one and only Derek Montilla. This guy's the one and only Jesse Friedman, the vice mayor of this place. Jesse, how are you doing? You're, things are getting a little loose out there. We're talking about... Things uh, are, we're yeah. Not, we're not doing a good job. Apparently, like people right are like here. renting movies and I swear people are just playing Madden every yeah, time I set Madden foot in this office. So uh, Yes, right now. We Willy really Wonka? work hard yeah. over here yeah, at the yeah. PHNX office. Out there, but of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We thank you guys for joining us. Uh, hello to our friend Charles Woodall Pike in the comments, and hello to every one of you. A uh, big hello to Tommy Henry, who was on the mound yesterday for the Arizona Diamondbacks, who had himself another good start. I know things have been rocky at times for him. We still don't know where Tommy Henry is going to fit in for this team in the future, but yesterday he definitely made a case for himself to continue to be a part of the starting rotation. Six and a third, yeah. three hits, one earned run, one walk, five strikeouts in a magnificent performance against, let's be honest, a Brewers team that was needed to do everything they could to win in that game. And Henry did an excellent job at, at keeping them limited on uh, on the base path. Yeah, I mean, the Brewers really did have their backs against the wall in that, in that game. And um We'll get into what transpired after Tommy Henry no, uh, left. Yeah, probably, left. probably oh. don't. But, um, but yeah, I mean, in a game that the Brewers really did have to win, uh, Tommy Henry came out and had potentially his best start of the year, at least one of his best starts of the year at the big league level. So, uh, six and a third innings. It's it's good to see him. Um, you know, pitch late, pitch deep into a, into one of these games. He's had a few short outings here of late. Um, but yeah, I mean. Tommy Henry is just another guy who's in the mix for a starting rotation role next season. And there's a lot of those guys. There's a lot of young pitchers who are going to be in the mix for that role. So um, it's a good problem for the Diamondbacks to have, right? The more starting pitching depth you can have, the better. Uh, And Tommy Henry, I think, was really, really good yesterday. I think the thing about it, too, is as you alluded to when we're talking about what the Diamondbacks might do to help this bullpen that blew yesterday's game, uh, it might come from these young guys. It might come from whoever doesn't end up as part of the starting yeah. rotation. So, you know, Tommy Henry, he could end up being a big part of this bullpen potentially. Days like yesterday, though, were days that I think kind of say say otherwise, right? I think there's something to be said about how good he was yesterday in a starting role. Uh, and it looks like we're being joined once again uh, by <laughs> the one and only GM of PHNX, Saul Book. At least, like, show your face, Saul. Yeah, my gosh. Like, what, you what, just... what am I supposed to do? There's two mics on the table. All right. Look at this. All right. Hey. There we all right, go. There guys. There's Saul. There listen, guys. You know, listen. You know, when I come in, I bring the heat. You know, we saw that yesterday. We, we did. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Okay. We're well oh, aware. I'm well yeah, aware. We saw, we yeah. know the heat. I just want to throw this out there because yeah. we just have something that we, we, we can't sit on anymore. What's that? We have this. We have a fantastic uh, new event that launches next Friday, Let's and this go. is a member exclusive. Ooh. Only right Ooh. now, members can come to the first ever game at Mullet Arena Whoa. and see what it is. That's incredible. Yeah. So uh, if you're a member, you can go in our Discord. You can find out all the details, but it comes with food, it comes with drinks, and it comes with a game ticket. So I love it. Yeah. October 14th. Make sure to be there. I, I love that arena. I don't care what anybody says about that. I don't think that there's ever going to be a place to watch hockey like you're going to see at Mullet Arena. Sorry to interrupt your... Uh, this your, this is okay. This is a talk. Diamondback this, show last I, oh, last I wow. checked. See, but, you know, so, I, so, so like the, funny thing, the, the funny thing about business there, Jesse... <laughs> 
I don't get it. I don't know if anybody needs to continue the economics of how we need to pay your salary. But yeah, we should have that discussion. Anyway, it's a member only exclusive for the time being. By the end of the week, we might open it up to everybody else. But honestly, um, I doubt there will be any tickets after this. So if you're not a member, now's the perfect time to join because you, you can definitely get your money's worth on it, this event. It's a small arena, so the tickets are not going to be available for long. And this not to true. mention uh, this, I personally feel, and I think Leah can back me up on this, I feel like once games are that start to be played there, that people are going to want to be there. People are going to have yeah. FOMO. They're going to see how cool it is to watch hockey in that small of a venue. And I think people are going to be excited about it. And if you get a PHNX membership, then you can read articles about baseball. There you go. So it all it all it sort all, of fits all, together. All, you by know? the way, I'm sorry because I know the one thing you said before the show was don't let Saul. I fucking told, <laughs> told you. David, I was like, David, watch the door. David don't had let one Saul job. <laughs> And a lot of one job. But that but that was worth that was worth it. So. That was worth it because that's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna off. be amazing. Uh and I think uh there's there's something to be said about these events that we do all together. I will say that Jesse and I, even though uh we didn't get a lot of people to come out for our uh game time meetup for the final home series, it was a blast to hang out with those of you that showed up. You guys, it was yeah. great. And I mean I'm excited about doing that more. I'm excited about getting together. You know, I mean, this is what it's all about. It's all about watching sports, having a good time. And the one thing that we always want you guys to know is uh, we, we're 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 fans also. Jesse's not allowed to say that, but I'll say I'll speak on his behalf. Jesse's a fan too, deep down inside. He's just not allowed to wear the hats <laughs> and stuff, but it's different. Uh, but you know, of course, we love uh, hanging out with you guys. And of course, like I said, man, this. This meetup is something that uh, is is not gonna. There's not gonna be a lot of opportunities for for something like this at Mullet Arena. I don't. I don't think. I mean, free food, right? Like, free food. Like, I mean, what beers? else do you need? Four Peaks beers. You got everything you need. What we need is a bullpen, Jesse, and we'll get yeah. to that because we were still in the middle of talking about Tommy Henry. But Tommy Henry could be that answer for this bullpen. Uh, yesterday, Corbin Carroll once again showed off his ludicrous speed with his second he triple did. of the season. Uh, slowed down in slow motion. It was art, Jesse. The faces that Corbin Carroll, because like Corbin Carroll goes so fast on the base path that it's like watching like a speed test for like a roller coaster in slow motion, right? His like <laughs> face gets pulled back and it doesn't look natural because you're looking at slow motion. And his eyes get pulled and like everything on his face. And he's like, he looks like he's screaming. It's an incredible thing. The entire face he's making while he runs around the bases going yeah. that fast is incredible. The slow motion shot was incredible. But more than anything, his speed is ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. His I mean, defense can still use a little work, and I think we even saw that in yesterday's game. But, yeah, I mean, it's know. still his defense is still not. I mean, it's not horrible. We've we've seen by no stretch. By, by current Diamondbacks outfielder standards. Um, yeah, maybe it maybe it still needs some work, but that's a pretty high bar that some of the other outfielders have set. But uh, yeah, this was literally the fastest. Uh, home to third base time recorded since 2020 in all of Major League Baseball. So it's been two, two years, years since anyone years. Uh, since anyone got uh, from a home plate to third base as quickly as Corbin Carroll did in that game yesterday. So um, <laughs> I am not, I have to be honest, I am not entirely convinced that if Tony Perischica had sent Corbin Carroll home, I am not convinced that he would have been out. I entirely believe there's a chance uh, where Corbin Carroll could have had a yeah. possible inside the park home run in that situation. Yeah. They, I mean, they were just sort of getting the ball to the cutoff man when he <laughs> when he hit third base and maybe a perfect throw gets him at home. Yeah. But 
any throw that's like a little bit offline, I'm pretty sure Corbin Carroll could have had an inside the park home run. There. And, and, you know, here's the thing is like in games like that, uh, you know, you might as well push the envelope because as we've seen their speed, them, you know, extending those, yeah. getting that extra base really does make the other team make mistakes that they wouldn't normally make. Right. So there is definitely an advantage. And Carroll showed that yesterday. Uh, the D-backs were up. Four to one in that game, Jesse, heading hey, into Porter. the ninth inning. <laughs> feels like a long time ago. Uh, feels like a long <laughs> time ago uh, because the bullpen then did what it did, uh, allowing three runs in the bottom of the ninth to tie the game, followed up by two runs in the bottom of the tenth for a Milwaukee Brewers walk-off. Yeah. Uh, hated it. Hated every minute of it. Uh, it is the Arizona Diamondbacks. 41st league leading now see a Texas Rangers league leading 41st blown uh, or not blown say but lost for the bullpen this season Jesse pointed out that the MLB record 42 yeah they're they're pretty close they're pretty damn close <laughs> and last I checked there are two games remaining on the oh, schedule as there's two games as left. we uh as we uh discussed right now so uh there is a chance where the diamondbacks could hold this record but uh, yeah maybe uh you know zach gallon and merrill kelly on the mound for the last two they're not part of the bullpen jesse they are not uh they are not and and hopefully uh hopefully the diamondbacks can just be up uh by such a wide margin in these games that you don't even really have to worry about the bullpen spoiling anything would you say like by three runs or more in the ninth inning yeah, by maybe 12 runs <laughs> in the ninth inning, something like that would maybe have fans feel comfortable at this point. But uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen this movie just so many times throughout the season. And um, I know we have our ladies and gentlemen, the bullpen thing that all of you still seem to seem to just like it just resonates with everyone somehow, yes. uh, even even though we've posted that same thing like 42 50, times. Yeah, 42 times, I believe. <laughs> If not more. <laughs> well, 41. <laughs> 41. 41 right 41. now. 41. Well, let's see if we get to post Don't speak it into existence, Derek. Well, I'm going to speak into existence, Jesse, is that the 41st loss by the bullpen of the year is ROG's performance to forget. Mm. And that's, again, what we're, we're you know, of course, uh, that's what you take OGs for sometimes. Like, let's, there's a wide variety of reasons why you would take OGs gummies, including to help you sleep. But... To, perfect, per, to, to prevent yourself from remembering games like yesterday, OGs is the way to go. Uh, we've talked about their variety of strains. They're all about flavoring life. They have a wide variety of flavors. But most importantly, OGs right now has their brand new sleep edition gummy that I've been talking about uh, almost every episode because I've never slept better. Uh, I've, my sleep's never been back on track this much. I love the OGs sleep gummy. It is a two-to-one THC to CBN formula that uh, not only helps you fall asleep but stay asleep. That's the important part for me personally, uh, and it's delicious. It's this new aqua berry flavor that's out of this world. So we highly recommend you check out OG's, uh, not only their Sleep Edition gummy, but their entire variety of gummy. Sometimes uh, sometimes you want to forget while you're still awake, so there's sativas for that. Uh, there's the hybrids, all sorts of stuff over uh, at our friends at OG's. You can check them out online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. And make sure you're 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Also... Uh, our friends from Four Peaks, speaking of enjoying things 21 and over, uh, we got some pretty cool events in the works with uh, Four Peaks. But if you are interested in not only having beers but experiencing spooky season, Four Peaks Ace Street Pub is the place to go. Uh, their haunted brewery tours this spooky season are every 
Monday through Wednesday at 7 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. So go out there, uh, get as scared as Saul did, run through it (laughs) screaming the entire time and have a blast. Must be 21 years or older uh, to to at least enjoy their beers and enjoy responsibly. Uh, I think the entire family might be able to enjoy their haunted brewery tours because they do have their food and it's it's a restaurant. So make sure to check that out with your family if, if and uh, I, if I'm wrong about that, I would check with Four Peaks because, you know, I'm wrong about a lot of things. But <laughs> I, I do know that those haunted brewery tours will be all spooky season Monday through Wednesday at 7 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. Uh, postseason here is here, Jesse. As much as the Brewers wanted to celebrate winning in 10, uh, <laughs> 10 innings against the Diamondbacks, the Phillies snatched their joy with a win they that did. thus ended the Brewers' uh, postseason hopes. Uh, I, I was I was here for it. I was glad. Like after what happened, I was happy to see the Brewers be sad. Uh, the Brewers were eliminated from the playoffs after the best fifty games start in their franchise history. So you want to talk about a second half or not second half meltdown? But I guess two thirds of the season meltdown. Yeah, that was uh, that was that for them. Aaron Nola in that game had a perfect game going at one point, and one thing that delighted me. Uh, and a lot of people on Twitter was the fact that while he was in the middle of the perfect game, Dusty Baker, manager of the Houston Astros, who the Philadelphia Phillies were playing, decided to just pull out any of the starters that were in the game and just put backup scrubs. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people felt like he was trying to ensure that Aaron Nola would get the perfect game. Uh, but all sorts of fun things are happening now that we're wrapping up the season and we're starting to see who's in and who's out. Uh, the entire pool has been determined. Now it's just who ends up with the wild card spots who ends up mostly with the uh, NL East, right? Yeah, the NL East, I want to say it's still possible that the Braves and Mets could uh, could swap spots at yeah. this point. But yeah, for sure what we can say is that the 12 playoff teams are all determined at this point, um, which in some ways is maybe a bit of a letdown. I'm one of those people who always enjoys when there's you know still a playoff spot or two up for grabs. Right up, up until the last Yeah, right up until the last, yeah, the last day of the season. That's always fun. There's also no uh, game 163. Um, I mean, based on the standings, I don't think we'd have one anyway. But um, with how uh, the rules work for the playoffs at this point, there is no possibility of playing a game 163. They just use head-to-head records for uh, tiebreakers at this point. So, um, yeah, nothing too too crazy exciting down the stretch here in the last couple of days of the season. But uh, the playoffs are right around the corner, Derek. We're just a few days away at this point. And based on what all of you said on Twitter the other day, I guess this is last night when we when we asked you all, it seems like a Cardinals Mariners World Series is what uh, everyone is is uh, is craving for at yeah. this point. So we'll I, we'll see if that happens. I've seen that. I've seen a uh, Tampa Bay kind of thrown in there. I know a lot of people. Uh, Some people, yeah, David Peralta. Yeah, David Peralta. There were a lot of shout outs for him too. Um, but I don't know if I really saw any team in the American League other than uh, Tampa and Seattle being mentioned by people. And in the National League, it seems like the St. Louis Cardinals are pretty much the team that all of you guys want uh, in the World Series. So um, I don't know if the Cardinals are necessarily favorites in, in that battle. There are some pretty good teams in, in the National League that would be in their way, but Anything can happen in the MLB postseason. That's something we know for sure. Motion agrees with Jesse saying no game 163 isn't fun. I disagree. We've already played 162 fucking games. I'm done with the season. Can we move on to the postseason? I don't need a 163rd game, Jesse. I don't. I don't care how fun it is. This season is already too long as it stands. I will say that at least some of the races did come down to the final you know, week or so for, for sure. them to kind of uh, finalize. But uh, still... 
I'm it's too much baseball. Too much baseball. Postseason is exciting. I'm ready to get onto that. I think that, you know, again, this this month is going to be a lot of fun. I think the World Series has the potential to be a lot of fun unless it ends up like a Dodgers Yankees World Series. And then I that would be pretty that yeah, would be, be pretty, pretty devastating <laughs> to like the rest of baseball fans besides at that point. I don't think we'd even really bother to talk about what's nah, happening in the World just, Series. There it happens. Yeah, we yeah. would just be talking about like offseason moves and things at that point. But uh, it will be interesting this October just seeing what it's like having series for the wild card round instead of, you know, the one game playoff that we've had for sure. a number of years yeah. now. Um, I know a lot of people did enjoy the the one game setup where it's you know it's all or nothing it's it's do or die and there's a lot of excitement that comes with that game but it never really felt fair to put like someone's entire a team's entire 162 game season you know in the hands of of one game where where really anything can happen so a three game series probably makes more sense at the end of the day and of course if you know, if each team takes uh, one of the first two games, then you still have your your do or die game three matchup. So uh, we'll have to see how all that turns out. The idea of baseball, a game where ev- almost every single almost every single every single game is played as part of a series during the regular season, this ridiculously long 162 game season. It was absurd to me that things came down to a one game playoff. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, you're playing two games against a team during the regular season. And after all of that, it's all going to come down to one game. Yeah. Like, it I was never it. really right. <laughs> it, it makes sense for other sports for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't make sense for baseball. Yeah. Baseball Could you imagine the NFL series. doing like we're going we're gonna to do a seven game series <laughs> <laughs> in the span of 10 days? Good point. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's like a little bit more. They mean do or die in like a literal sense at right. that point, because, right. uh, yeah. Uh, asking that of an NFL player would be. I don't know if their body could like actually <laughs> no, survive. No, not at all. Not at all. We're not doing that. But uh, Kyle Dannon in the chat somehow admitted to being a part-time Dodgers fan, and now I don't know what's going to happen to him. I cannot protect him anymore. But we we wish you the best <laughs> out there, Kyle, in the chat. Um, and also, I mean, we talked about who we wanted uh, to be and who we were rooting for, I think, personally. But uh, did you want to maybe – narrow it down a little bit more, maybe a little bit less on who we want to be there and who you actually think is going to end up in the World Series. Oh, yeah, I guess we should have that conversation too at some point. Like who's actually going to do the thing. Um, Yeah, I I think the New York Mets are are interesting. Um, I know they just got swept by the Atlanta Braves and that wasn't a great look for them with both Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom taking losses in that series. But I still think you have to respect, you know, a Jacob deGrom Max Scherzer one-two punch in a postseason series like there's a lot there um I don't know if the Mets offense is necessarily built for you know a long postseason run but you know Pete Alonso hits enough home runs maybe there's maybe there's a a route uh for them to get there Eduardo Escobar has been playing Eduardo Escobar is yeah he's he's kind of turned a corner a little bit for them as well so I mean, it's hard, honestly, Derek, to bet against the Dodgers. Like, if you're just talking about realistically who right. has the best chance, right. um, I think we can honestly say that the Dodgers are, on paper, they're the most talented team in baseball, and I, I'm not even really sure that's close at this point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Astros maybe in the American League sort of have the same role where they seem just head and shoulders above every other team in the American League on paper. Yeah. But you have to remember, like, this is the playoffs. Games and, aren't and, played on paper. They're played inside a television sense. Right, right, right yeah. exactly. Um, and, in, yeah, in, in baseball, like, you just never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. It's just a matter of getting hot at the right times. 
And right. uh, that's very true. And so, yeah, you just never really know what can happen. And there's something about the Mets losing the way they did in that series to the Braves that as much as it feels like, you know, wow, they really don't have the momentum on their side right now as they go into the yeah. postseason. That strikes me as like the kind of fire that would fuel a team. I right? can see that. Like just a wake yeah. up call that you guys are this good. You've kind of been favorites to come out of the National League at points all season long, potentially, or at least one of the top contenders. Sure. And now here you are not even able to win your division when it counts against your biggest rival, right? So like the Atlanta Braves are pretty good. Like, they that's are not damn a, good. It's not I'm, a, I'm not yeah. taking anything away from them, but I'm thinking my point being is that a loss like that to the Braves might be motivating this team as much as you might think that it's kind of impeding their, you know, their their steam yeah. as they come here into the postseason, right? Uh, one of the reasons why the Atlanta Braves are the current reigning World Series champion is because they got on a run at the right time last year. Yeah, and now this they really year, did. They've won 100 games, so it's like they 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 didn't slow down one bit. Something also that I'd like to point out to about the Braves, as we've talked about before, is how much of their young talent they have under contract for a yeah, very long time. It's wild. This team has done the exact thing that we would only hope that the Diamondbacks could do with the young core they're developing right now. And that's a team that won the World Series. That is so hard to do considering that everybody on that team, their stock rises, the amount you have to pay them rises. So like to be able to get people to buy in to forming a long-term contender, maybe a perennial World Series champion in Atlanta, that's it's it's not easy to do, especially yeah. with the success they had. I mean, imagine like losing your franchise player in Freddie Freeman and then winning 100 games the next year like can't imagine it they don't know what that's like their core is just on another level and i know matt olson hasn't been started the year really well he has not been what freddie freeman was for them sure. uh, it's still a definite downgrade but you can see how the like the braves are just really good at managing their assets and making sure that they maximize their payroll and they have all these guys under control you know for for two three four um, you know, or 10 years in the case of, of a guy like Michael Harris. So um, it's a young core that's very, very good, and it's going to keep them in the mix for a long time. I like uh, Ben's comment. I think it's a double-edged sword because players can fall off, but you're still saddled with those contracts no matter what. Yeah. It's a great point, but... It's a risk. It is a risk. And honestly, I think the, the benefit outweighs uh, the risk just because of the fact that, like, when you're a team with exciting players like the Braves have... You know, you you would rather roll the dice on those guys, you know, consistently performing for you. Now, there's also something to be said that once guys get under contract, they don't have that motivation anymore to get that yeah. big contract. That's what some people have accused Cattell Marte of even doing this season. You know, like, yes, the injuries piled up, but at times it didn't even feel like he was giving the same effort that he's given in past seasons. So I understand how that could be the at least viewed that way. But I don't think that's going to be the case with the Braves, and I honestly don't really think that's the case with Marte. I think Marte just had, um, you know, some hamstring issues that never fully went away, so we never got to really yeah. see Cattell Marte at 100% this season. But hopefully we'll see that next year. The Phillies. The Phillies are a playoff team, Derek. The Phillies are a playoff team. For the first time since 2011. What do you think about that? They're, uh, they're interesting. Like, I feel like they should have been in before now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um I mean, they have like a few, a few players that everyone knows, and then like nobody really knows the rest of the Phillies team. It feels like I mean, there's like there's Bryce Harper, 
right? There's there's Zach Wheeler. There's Aaron Nola, JT obviously. There's JT Romuto. So they have like they're kind of a top heavy baseball team. Um, Kyle Schwarber, I guess, is another another name That's a lot of people would be familiar with. Um, but yeah, it's beyond that. They're sort of a top heavy baseball team. So um, beyond that, it's it's kind of hard to see, you know, where, where the Phillies, you know, how the Phillies got to be as, as good as they are. Um, and they're not I mean, they're not that good. They're going to win fewer than 90 games. Um, they're going to be uh, the last the last seed in, in the playoffs from the National League. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, it's you know, it's a big moment for them and their fan base uh, finally getting back into the playoffs after more than a decade. Uh, so in the comments, Elizabeth said all this talk about Phillies is making me want a cheesesteak. Uh, by the way, I am going to Philadelphia on oh, Thursday. Oh, this is this is true. And that's all I'm going there for is to eat cheesesteaks. Yeah, going, you better not eat a single meal that is not a Philly cheesesteak. It's going to be just Geno's, 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 maybe some berries, uh, chubbies. There's a lot of You're just cheese looking steak. up cheesesteak oh, places yeah, okay, right I'm now. Already, I've already <laughs> had my plan out, like how I'm going to walk <laughs> and eat cheesesteaks along the way. But uh, I don't know. Is there anything else to do in Philadelphia besides be cold? I, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll peep, peep in on the Philadelphia Phillies while I'm there. See how they're doing. There you but, go. Uh, we of course thank you guys that have already gotten your PHNX membership. If you haven't done so already, get down on it. That way you can get down on the uh, uh, on the ASU hockey game that we got going on on October 14th. Uh, if you get an annual membership, you get yourself one of these T-shirts that I got behind me. Cody, the good boy, sits. He, he's that's the best. He's the best coyote. Uh, also. You can get yourself a month-to-month membership. If you're not interested in the annual membership, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, regardless of your membership access, you will get access to our members-only Discord and uh, members-only discounts over at the PHNX Locker so you can buy yourself your very own Cody if you don't get the annual membership. Uh, those of you that are here in the chat right now, we thank you guys for joining us uh, on your lunch, on your afternoon break. If you're just not doing anything or if you're working and you're ignoring your work to be here with us, we thank you even more for it. Of course, uh, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX YouTube channel. Uh, also, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. If you're listening right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review. Uh, and also, if you check out our friends at More Furniture who helped our office look this beautiful, uh, all of the stuff that we have all around here is all because of them. So we thank them. Uh, I wish they would forgive me for beating uh, my office chair. We're still in talks about that. But of course, <laughs> if you want to make your office look as beautiful as our office, check out More Furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. Todd Cowden literally just woke up. Well, welcome to the party, Todd. <laughs> it's 127, sir. Let's have a talk about that sometime in the future. You know who doesn't sleep in until 130? That's Jordan Lawler. This man, he has too much hitting to do. He has too much raking to do. Uh, he killed it in his first uh, Arizona Fall League game. Uh, went two for three with a home run, a single, two walks, three RBI, three runs scored, and two stolen bases, and a, and a partridge in a pear tree. This man <laughs> is insane. Jesse, what are your thoughts on him just absolutely uh, stepping up in his first Arizona Fall League game? It was pretty wild. I mean, Jordan Lawler, of course, was a one of the big names entering the Arizona Fall right. League. Right, he's one of the one of the highest ranked prospects in the AFL this year. And uh, yeah, I mean, to come out and make the first impression that he did was was just very impressive. Uh, his single was like 102 miles an hour off the bat. The homer, I think, was a 106 off the bat. 
Um, no, no cheap shots or anything in this game. It was hard contact. And then, yeah, you know, drawing a couple of walks. I think he just walked in his in his first at bat in in the game today, which is happening as we speak. Um, he's just growing into the player that I think a lot of Diamondbacks fans are are hoping that he can be. And it's wild, Derek, like how fast this has all happened for him. I mean, he yeah. played in Visalia. He played in Hillsborough. Uh, he finished the year in Amarillo. And now here he is in the fall league, which is basically the doorstep to the big leagues. And it's one game, right? But he looks like he is going to do very, very well there. He looked very, very comfortable in his first game. So if if Jordan Lawler finishes out the fall league and continues to have uh, success like he did yesterday... You're looking at next year being a pretty reasonable target to break into the big leagues, which is incredible for a guy who's basically having his first season of actual professional baseball after what happened to him last year. So um, it's really incredible what he's been able to do. Providing you, of course, we're, we're your fall guys right here, and we're going to be here all Arizona Fall League season providing you with updates. Right now, the Salt River Rafters are up by a score of 6-4. to four. Our, our man Jordan Lawler is uh, hitting DH today. He's he's 0 for 0 with a run scored and two walks. They're terrified. Oh, he walked of him. twice. There walked you go. twice. They're scared shitless of him. So. <laughs> so he's two for three with four walks with at four this walks. point. And yeah. what six six at bats? Uh, that would be seven. Seven at bats. Played played appearances. Ooh, played appearances. The walks yeah. don't count. As bats, walks don't count. But. So that's right. Um, but of course, yeah, that's it's going to be fun to watch this guy, and I think that that's a big added benefit to us getting to not only have the Arizona fall league here to go watch prospects, but like Jesse said, to have one of the top prospects in this league be an Arizona diamondback and somebody who you guys could go out and watch uh, all Arizona fall league uh, season is quite, quite fun, quite yeah. fun. And I mean, the yeah. fall league there, they will be some of the first to remind you about who you had a chance to see play there at one time way back when. So uh, that's that's what this is about. And I mean, a lot of times it is the top prospects that are at a lower level. Uh, you're probably not going to see them in the bigs, you know, next season, but maybe two years from now, you'll see a lot of these names uh, on their respective teams. So again, we've encouraged you guys to come out, but uh, and you know, we know it's a little hot still, but make sure you get yourself out to a fall league game. Don't miss it this this fall because it's Josh be says, "Where can I watch it?" And the answer to that question is in person at the in ballpark. person at the ballpark. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> there are, I believe they they will televise a few games on MLB Network. I think the Fall Stars game is always on MLB Network, and uh, the championship game as well. Maybe a couple of other ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, the best way to watch the, the fall league is, is to be out at the stadium regardless. So highly, highly recommend. And, and at some point, maybe we'll switch up our, our show schedule just a little bit in order to make it so that you don't have to pick between us we're and, not and gonna, the fall league. Yeah, we're not so. going to make you always pick between us and the fall league. Sometimes we'll be out there. Maybe we'll be broadcasting from a fall league game. Uh, ben reminds us tickets are $10. So, uh, you know, you can pay for more than that in parking most places you go. So that's uh, – yeah. and, and parking's free, I think, at a lot of those games. So there, yeah, I get, it's I get really more affordable. reasons to go out there. Uh, but, of course, yeah, like Jesse said, the fall league is just – it's it's incredible. Don't make don't miss your opportunity uh, to get out there and see these guys play. Uh, more importantly, uh, make sure that you check out our friends over at Underdog. We know you can't bet on folly on Underdog, uh, but what you can do is you can do their pick'em game and you can select like our friend Shane Diefenbach did, as well as our man Marketing Max, uh, and win yourself some cash. Uh, the more picks you add, the more money you win. Of course, I've 
bragged about my thousand dollar win on pitch counts, but uh, make sure you bet on whatever you want to bet on on the underdog's pickums game. There is a wide variety of choices, and all you have to do is decide on a higher or lower uh, for any given statistic that's being provided to you. I saw one of the things that uh, Shane went on was like higher fantasy points. You know, there's fantasy points, there's yardage, there's all sorts of things. I'll still never forgive Josh Allen for sinking uh, my pickum, but. Of course, you can also be petty and have bitterness towards an athlete by getting down on the underdog fantasy pick'em game as well as uh, the drafts that they have, which are a lot of fun as well. And here's the thing. We're going to help you out. First time you get on underdog, we will de- uh, double your first deposit up to $100. So make sure make sure you do that. Take the $400 value. That's underdog fantasy, promo code PHNX, and get, on that, get in on the action today. Also, we've been talking about game time. No, you cannot use game time to buy Arizona Fall League games. We checked. But that doesn't mean (laughs) that it should stop you from getting out this fall, this winter, to all of your favorite events. Chase Field is going to be packed with events. Bad Bunny just came through. Elton John's coming by. These are all things that you can get tickets for on game time, up to 60% off at the last minute. And when we say last minute, wink, make sure to buy them the day of. That's the best time to buy your tickets on the game time app it's great for you procrastinators it gives you more of a reason to procrastinate uh, and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the show description or uh, right there in our comments so thank you leah for putting that out there and we thank you guys for checking out game time it's absolutely the best way uh, to buy your tickets jesse you and i've been doing this for a long time right <laughs> uh and here's the thing yes <laughs> is uh i was going through some dms i was going through some messages i was clearing some stuff out and i don't know leah do you have this ready to go per chance uh it depends on what it is <laughs> it was the it was the dm from jesse that i sent oh, you oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right this, this well, can't be good. <laughs> are you ready uh, one day a young man dm'd me guys on twitter <laughs> Uh, a young 16-year-old man named Jesse Friedman. Oh, no. Uh, and this is the direct message I received. It said, hey, I'm a 16-year-old sports analyst, and I just released a new podcast that brings listeners MLB news in 54 seconds oh, man. per day. Jesse, man. 54 seconds? I did. I did that. For, oh, my God. I did God. that for like a few months. How and much? then I got so burnt out. I can only Because I imagine. did it every single day. And I would record these shows like a hundred times oh no because 54 seconds is a very arbitrary number <laughs> and to this day i'm not really sure why i picked yeah, it. Why? 54. i honestly couldn't tell you seven i honestly abs. couldn't tell you seven minute I, abs i think i just like picked a number um and somehow 54 was the number that i picked but i would re-record these shows over and over and over again because it had to be exactly 54 seconds long in the end um, so you've been doing this to yourself for a long time. You've been setting arbitrary rules that no one has to follow. Yeah. But you yeah, still well, enforce For a while, I wanted our show to be exactly 42 minutes he and 28 did. seconds it every time. It was absurd. I didn't but understand why. Derek was, was like, just not receptive to that for some he, reason. He just so. mad at me when we were at 42.12. I was like, that's close enough, Jesse. <laughs> we'll fill in the rest with uh, like music or something. I don't know. But I want to say... Uh, what was I even asking you Michael for? McDermott says, someone in the chat want to give me context about this. I can't listen with sound on right now. No, Michael. No. You have to listen with sound or you come <laughs> back and listen again later. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. is Jesse just wanted me to check out his podcast. Okay. I think that's Wait, all so I said I'd love to hear your thoughts, thoughts on, on the, the show. show. Just visit the webgem.net. Uh, proprietary oh. uh, information right there. Keep up the good work. Interesting. You keep up the good work. So, like Jesse then wanted to meet with me randomly one day to ask me if he should keep doing this and I told him no. <laughs> I was like get out of this as fast as you can. 
you were complaining about doing shows every day. Now look at what you do. Yeah. This is way more than 54 seconds. <laughs> yeah, we met it. Um, we we got lunch somewhere. We did. Somewhere Willie's downtown. Tacos. Willie's Tacos right. by the stadium. And uh, yeah, I was just like, there's this this crazy guy working for ArizonaSports.com who's been writing Diamondbacks articles for forever. And you're the you were the host of the Ain't No Fang podcast I at one point. That. I did do that. And here's the thing is we have been apparently destined to do this together yeah. since Jesse was 16 years old. Maybe even earlier than that. I don't know how far <laughs> back this connection goes. but uh, I'm pretty sure I thought you were utterly crazy when I first met you. I, I, and I'm that perception sure hasn't really changed. Did you see so. a response to that DM in that screenshot? <laughs> no, I don't think there was no, a response. I did was not there, see folks? a response. I don't think there was. But <laughs> I think that says all that I need to say about my feelings on Jesse at the time. But. <laughs> I was proud of a 16-year-old for doing the damn thing. And I'm proud of you now for being so young that people don't even realize how young this guy is when he's doing this. Uh, and, of course, <laughs> we thank you guys. I saw somewhere that Chris had comments. Wait, can you scroll back? Because Chris had a comment about uh, uh, she's eyeing Little Nas tickets on game time. I'm going with you. Let's Ooh, go. There you Let's go. go. I want to go see Lil Nas. I love Lil Nas. By the way, uh, for those of you that don't know, I do wrestling stuff. I actually come out to a Lil Nas song when I come out at wrestling oh, shows. Oh, wow. So that's right. That's my entrance <laughs> music. Uh, but, of course, yeah, we got to go. Let's go. Let's buy game time tickets. Remember, day of, uh, using our link. We'll talk about this offline. But uh, Josh Hunt says, Jesse, if you DM Greg Schulte now, You'll be the D-backs broadcaster in seven years. I'm pretty sure yeah. you already DM'd him. I'm pretty sure that already <laughs> happened. So. I already asked. And, uh, <laughs> they said no. <laughs> no, Greg, Greg, is, uh, Greg has been really great. Um, I, I developed a relationship with Greg Schulte way back when, when yeah. I first did the impersonation. And uh, he thought it was hilarious when I was like 12 years old. And we've, we've kept in contact since. But... Um, Greg Schulte is the the rightful is the, the rightful play by play He's voice the of the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I'm I'm not trying to get in his way. That's for sure. I actually had the honor of writing an article on Greg Schulte for Phoenix Magazine, and just the interview with him was one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. Especially considering like there's just something iconic about talking to that man about the world series that the diamondbacks won and being on the call and <laughs> he's probably that. sick and tired of oh, people asking so him about it, it at yeah, this without, point but <laughs> well, i don't know i don't know would you i mean it's the one really cool thing that's happened while you've done baseball <laughs> but uh here's what i will say is we're giving away a little bit of that piece of history uh this thursday you guys got to join us at yes. 11 a.m on our thursday show we put a tweet out there so all we're requiring you guys to do like retweet follow us that tweet then you have to be here on thursday to claim your prize in the chat in person right but if you do that we will have a variety of prizes for you guys <laughs> including uh luis gonzalez ba autograph baseball we have a brandon webb autograph baseball we have a program from the 2001 world series which is just bonkers we were looking through it yesterday yeah. and it's it's, it's really it's, thick it's really big <laughs> there's a lot of stuff they gave in there you your money's worth uh in 2001 also, we have a variety of Arizona Diamondbacks merchandise from their giveaways all season long, including one grand prize package that pretty much contains one of everything that we have. Uh, also, it contains the only uh, hot dog race ketchup shirt that we uh, currently have. So that's a limited edition special. You can't get that anywhere. You got to be in the race in order to get that. So uh, make sure to tune in on Thursday. It's going to be a big show. Go on our Twitter account, retweet that tweet, like it. That way you're entered to win. We're going to pull names on Thursday. And uh, hopefully, best of luck to all of you guys. We thank you guys for being here uh, so much. We can't thank you enough for your support. We wouldn't be doing this without you. So, again, we thank you guys 
uh, for being here and supporting us. Uh, in the meantime, make sure to check out that tweet on our account at PHNX underscore DBACs. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. But all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Again, we thank you guys so much for your time. Uh, we don't have any mustard shirts, of course. <laughs> and you have to make sure to photograph yourself in the ketchup shirt and send it to Craig Morgan. It's a requirement. We'll talk about that after whoever wins wins. We'll figure that out later. Uh, but on behalf of Jesse, Lee, and myself, we again thank you guys so much for your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun. But baseball is so much more fun when you get to watch Jordan Lawler tear it up in the Arizona Fall League.